0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have tremendous news for you. Our folks and friends and partners at online they continue to get it done as the number one source for all your sports betting needs this season, from MMA and UFC to pro and college basketball. It's all there, and you'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. All you have to do is head over to the website, BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus. Wow, what a deal with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started B-L-E-A-V to get started with Bet Online. It's BetOnline.ag where the game starts. We're just coming off the big game between the Eagles and the Chiefs in the NFL. And you know what? If you think about it, we look back after a championship and think about the storylines, the season, uh, the must-see TV, the drama. The championship game has its own storylines built on a season of excitement and drama. And then we look back and find out about the rookies and about those veterans chasing that last ring. Well, guess what? It's all about sports journalists telling stories, right? Compelling stories about the people under the headsets and the helmets. And St. Bonaventure University's online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism trains students to tell stories in an increasingly digital environment, inspiring NFL reporters and broadcasters to learn how to podcast, tell stories on social media, and identify future opportunities for audience growth. These lessons can be completed around your schedule, thanks to a 100% online format. SBU is the official education partner of the Buffalo Bills and has an extreme and extensive alumni network, including yours truly. In fact, U.S. News & World Report further confirms their academic excellence by placing SBU 20th in its ranking of regional universities in the North Region. Learn more about how St. Bonaventure can open doors to sports reporting careers at SBUJournalism.com. That's SBUJournalism.com. Com. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonnette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout-out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our good friends at Welch & Company Jewelers, Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, the Allen Angus Pub, and our terrific friends over at the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, become a better leader both personally and professionally with the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Log on today to vcgtransforms.com. Become a better leader both personally and professionally. And I do want to throw a quick tip of the cap. Thank you out there to and Beats, Camillus Golf Club, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. So I had some thoughts on the All-Star Game in the National Hockey League um, that took place, you know, some time ago. Uh, as we're into the second half now of the season. Um, Just a few kind of takeaways and and I think kind of some ways to improve um, the overall product of this thing. I I realize, let me first say this, I realize that it's an exhibition. I realize that it's just a a fun, fantastic celebration of the game. That's fine. Um, And and I'm I'm telling you right now, I've been there. I've been to an All-Star game. I've been to the festivities. It's really great. I mean, I went now, what are we, 2023? Holy smokes. 23 years ago, I went to the one in Toronto in 2000. I'll never forget it. I was a a sophomore at St. Bonaventure University. And uh, my good buddy, Ralph Schwartz, I don't know where he is right now, but boy, I'd love to reconnect with him. But he was from Germany. Um, Huge hockey fan, huge hockey fan. And to this day, I probably don't even know anybody as big a fan as him. Um, he was psychotic about the game. He would go to Philadelphia, to Toronto, to Pittsburgh, uh, a million games in Buffalo. We, we went to the All-Star game together um, and just shared a lot of moments. Once in a while, he would kind of veer off and go far, you know, down south like once or whatever the case may be. But we were in such a great geographical location at Bonnie in Olean that you could get to Toronto and, you know, just a... Three-hour time frame, right? You could get to Buffalo in an hour and twenty. You could get to, you know, Pittsburgh in three. Um, NHL cities were everywhere, so we went. We had an amazing time, and we went and saw the U.S. women and the U.S. Uh, the U.S. women against the U.S. Uh, Canada team women can women's can, Canadian team. Um, so it was U.S. Canada on. Uh, I think it was a Friday night. You know, uh, saw. Just great players as the women battled, um, you know, US versus Canada. Then Saturday was the entire, you know, you had the fan fest, you had the, the skills competition. Uh, we went to the fan fest and I spent, I don't even know, four or 500 bucks there. Um, may, may, maybe a little bit less, I don't know, I can't remember. But, um, you know, I remember going and, and meeting Bobby Hall and meeting Mike Bossy and um, what an experience that was. And then Sunday was the game and i remember driving back um to st bon or maybe it was a thursday friday saturday either way um i remember st bonaventure made the tournament that year uh, their men's basketball team but uh you know they lost to fordham twice which almost cost them a berth and the second game that they lost that season to fordham was at the riley center that same exact uh day that we were traveling back so um I just I love the All Star Game. They retired Wayne Gretzky's uh, jersey there, um, you know, uh, at, at that ceremony, um, and I just really, really, really enjoyed it. And I still have the program. Actually, I was going through some old stuff, um, you know, the other day, like programs and magazines and whatever that I have here, and uh, it was uh, it, it was cool to come across it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and open that thing up and, and see what we got. But um, as far as the overall kind of all star takeaways, um, I think number one, I felt like the fan fest and the skills competition, I felt like they were really reaching. You know, like how do we fill time? And they had the cool hockey golf thing. Okay, that's fun. That's neat. You know, they had some other activities that were okay. Um, you know, they bring Ovi's kid out, Alexander Ovechkin and Crosby were celebrated as they should be, you know, and then they bring, they bring in, um, uh, you know, they bring in the Ovechkin's kid and he scores, you know, a goal or whatever. And those things are all fun and everything, but like, I'm looking for, I'm looking for, you know, the breakaway to be like how it used to be. Like I, I'm looking for uh, the breakaway competition, right? Like go to the top two miners in the game and have a breakaway competition. I want to see Nate McKinnon. I want to see Ovechkin and Crosby. I want to see David Postronach. I want to see, you know, everybody, Cal McCarr, et cetera. I want to see all these guys, you know, go up against, oh, I don't know, the two best goaltenders in the world, right? And I think when you look at it, um, they just were stalling a lot, and then, you know, there was too much analysis in between and too much BSing. And uh, i tell you what, P.K. Subban, I think, was was doing stuff on the ice and he was like, oh, Ovechkin and Crosby, you guys have been doing it for well over two decades. Well, no, not well over two decades. That'd be t- more than 20 years, sir. Um, th- there was just a lot of covers. It was kind of, you know, misin- misinformation for fans. And I thought that they were just kind of trying to fill time. Um, I, I, you know, they had that golf event. Like, I, I just was watching that thing, and I'm looking at, like, you know, the, the the players looked like they were kind of having fun, but it was like, okay, they were kind of bored. Like, okay, I wish I was just playing regular golf instead. You know, and they had the, the – using the hockey stick to to kind of play golf and all the rest and, you know, the the putts. And the putting was probably the coolest part where they tried to, you know, knock in a golf ball with a hockey stick. That was pretty neat. But um, I'll tell you, I thought they were just kind of trying to fill time, honestly. And nothing was really organized. I mean, I want to go into – Right off the right out of the shoe. Let's go to you know the the speed competition. Right fastest skater. Go right into uh, the breakaway competition. Go right into the hardest shot. Go right into the accuracy. Connor McDavid, by the way. Oh my God. Um, you know, go right into that. Like go go into the old stuff. Like go into the old skills competition. Like that's what I'm looking for in the '90s and early 2000s. Like all of those things right in a row. Like one after another after another. Instead of all this BS. Now, the other part is, I hate the format of the All Star Game. I don't know why they have to keep messing with it. It's Central versus Pacific, and then it's Atlantic versus Metro, and then the winners play, and then the Atlantic plays the Central um, for the championship game. The the winners of those two games play in the championship game, and each game is only two periods. Just give me East-West, man. Give me East-West, five-on-five with a goaltender, and, and like, let's call it a day, right? Five-on-five, East versus West. You know what? If you want to go East versus West for five years and then give me the... the, I liked actually the format back when I was there in Toronto where it was, uh, you know, North America versus the world. I mean, I kind of like that too. I mean, as long as we only have the Olympics and on occasion we'll have the World Cup of Hockey. A lot of times we don't have the World Cup of Hockey. That gives us an opportunity to have another sort of international feel to the game. I would love the North America versus world thing, we could go five years one way, five years the other. Those are the only two formats I want, honestly. And I understand that, again, like I said, they're trying to do different things and get creative. And, you know, I applaud the effort. And certainly the the, the sport of hockey has done a lot of things the last several years. With Gary Bettman, who I used to not be able to stand, who I actually like now, I think he's done a great job as commissioner you know, bringing new fans in, right? Like the three-on-three, three, I get it. It's exciting. But do we really need it in an all-star format? It, it takes away from really defensemen and their overall skill set. It takes away – I mean, you're, you're, you're putting the goalies in a terrible spot. You're playing overtime in the NHL three-on-three three in all these games. It's ridiculous. And, um, you know, I just think it's unnecessary. I just think it's it's crazy uh, that they have this format. Um you know, and, and, and I would love I would love to go back to five on five North America versus the world East versus west switch it up every five years you know and go from there and, and, and allow everybody's skill set to be able to be on on display um, it's just a really frustrating thing to watch um, I feel like it's cheapened and again while I realize it's a fan thing and they're trying to do new things and it's an exhibition so why do we get all worked up about it? Well, here's where I get worked up about it because I want the All Star Game to be as close to the season uh, game as possible, the actual game that we watch on an 82 game basis. That's why baseball still remains the best All Star Game because it's exactly the same. It's the same format as the postseason, as the as as the regular season. It's the same format. There are nine position players out there. You have the same amount of guys in a batting order. You have starting pitching, relief pitching, etc. cetera. And the NHL has completely gone away from what regular hockey is. Um, you know, the NFL Pro Bowl is a joke. The NBA All-Star Game is a disaster. They don't play defense. Um, you know, I, I, I get all that. But why not go back to at least making it like the rest of the games? I, I think that that is really what baseball's all-star game has on all the other ones. And I think hockey used to be amazing until they changed this format. So anyway, getting out all of those uh, complaints here, Central beat the Pacific, Atlantic beat the Metro, and then the Atlantic beat the Central in the final. The score is 6-4, 10-6, and 7-5. A couple of quick takeaways as far as, you know, all these matchups were concerned. Um, You know, in the first one where the Central beat the Pacific, I just thought... Um, you know, again, the passing is so crisp and all the rest. I, I just dry settle and McDavid just continue to amaze me. I mean, they are really, really fantastic players for Edmonton. I hope they go to the Stanley Cup, and I hope that they win it. I really do. I mean, unless the Sabres want to, you know, do something crazy for me. Uh, Elias Pettersson really showcased his skills in this in this All-Star weekend. I mean, he was absolutely spectacular. Um, what a great shot. You know, it's been a tough year in Vancouver. They had to fire Boudreaux. Uh, they didn't handle that situation that, that great. Um, you know, and then you have a situation with Pedersen who he just, he keeps going, man. I mean, he's got 21 goals, 37 assists dominating this year. Um, you know, for the Vancouver Canucks, he's just a terrific, terrific player. And he was on display and he's a great, great centerman. He can shoot it. He's a great skilled passer. Um, I'm just obsessed with the NHL right now. I don't think it's ever been better. Um, And so, you know, a lot of fun uh, watching this game, um, even though I hated the format. Um, I also didn't like the jersey, man. Too much uh, highlighter-type bull crap and, um, you know, mixing fluorescent colors and all the rest. I'm just not a fan of that. Um, You know, and then the central, I mean, my God. I mean, you look at the talent on these teams, man. Fiala, Horvat, Cadre, McDavid, Pedersen, Terry, Stevenson, Dreisaitl on one side. And then on the other side, it's Kaprizov, Keller, McKinnon, Rantanen. You know, Robertson, Tarasenko, Jones, Makar, and Morrissey. I mean, it's ridiculous, you know, the amount of talent out there. Um, and Nate McKinnon continues. I keep telling people he's a top-five player in the NHL. You want to go McDavid 1, you want to go Makar 2, you want to go, I don't know, Drysaddle 3, however you want to shake it. I think after McDavid and Makar, I think that's the 1-2. After that, it's fair game, man. You could go McKinnon right after that. He is that good. Two goals in this game. And, uh, Rantanen with a couple of assists in this game, what a year he's had as well for the Colorado Avalanche as a right winger. Those two teammates are devastating to try to defend. I mean, he has 34 goals and 27 assists in the thin, uh, you know, with a couple more assists in this game, he was absolutely spectacular, um, all over the ice doing his thing. Robertson's a nice player. I've always loved Tarasenko. Um, so, you know, that was the first game. Central beat the Pacific six to four, um, the second game was Atlantic over the Metro, ten to six in two periods, ten goals were scored by the Atlantic. And you know, this was a game where, you know, you had Crosby and Ovechkin on the same team, along with Goudreau, Hayes, Hughes. Jack Hughes was so nasty for the Devils. He had a minus three though in this game. Nelson, terrible, terrible performance. Oh, wait, it's an all-star game. Minus three. Who cares? Uh Panarin was great. Three assists, right? A lot of crisp passing uh was really cool to see. Crosby get two goals and assist, and Ovechkin one goal and two assists. I mean, those guys are legendary players, as we know. Uh, and they took care of business um, uh, over – excuse me, they lost the game against the Atlantic. The Atlantic took care of business, got ahead of myself there for a second. Uh, Larkin was fantastic, obviously. Pasternak, uh, you know, Matthew Kachuk, Brady Kachuk with his parents in-, in attendance, including Keith Kachuk, who, wow, has he put on some weight or what? Um, you know, was just an unbelievable experience for the Kachucks. I, I am stunned at when a family can produce like that. Keith Kachuk, hockey Hall of Famer, his two sons are putting together crazy careers at a young age. Look at the Hughes family as well. I mean, you've got you've got Quinn Hughes, a defenseman. Uh, you've got Jack Hughes, killing it for the Devils, a uh, uh, forward, uh, center. You can put him at wing too, but like kind of like a two way center. Uh, and then you've got a situation where you have Luke Hughes, who might be the best one of all of them, which is just mind-boggling to think about. Um, you know, Jack Hughes plays center, but again, you could you could throw him on the wing on a power play. You could put him on a wing on a pen kill. Uh, you know, that's what the versatility is these, di- these days with these guys. Um, but just a fantastic, I thought this was actually the most entertaining one uh, here um, in this All-Star game because of Ovechkin and Crosby. Um, but you know what? They did their thing and they still got beat by four goals because the other guys on the other side were so good that I mentioned. So uh, the Atlantic took care of business. And then in the final, it was the Atlantic beating the Central 7-5. to I'm going to break that game down next. You are listening to the ML Sports Platter brought to, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and Burn Dairy. The ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by Rosie's Corner, Burton Ace Hardware, Bowers & Company CPAs, and our terrific friends at Barks & Rec Doggy Daycare. Go get a uh, day of play for your pup, Route 11 and Cicero, if you're in and around Central New York. Barks & Rec Doggy Daycare is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor and a huge tip of the cap. Thank you as well to friends of the platform, the Alonzo family, the Swan & Whitaker families, and Bob Lindsley and Daryl Ebert. So... Final thing here: um, the Atlantic beat the Central seven to five to win it. Um, again, just absolutely ridiculous skill. I know that there's not a lot of defense. Plus, a three on three really takes the defense out of it. Um, but the Atlantic gets it done, and you know it was just a really exciting. You know, passing and scoring. I mean, you know, Dylan Larkin had a hat trick, and I got to tell you, man. He represents the bright future of the Red Wings. I think the Red Wings, Senators, Sabres, you know, there's so many teams uh, that have gone through the doldrums here in, in, in recent years, and they just have such bright futures. And um, the Red Wings are one of those teams, and I think it's just a terrific um, thing because I, th- I think the original six teams, um, you know, I think they need those teams in the NHL. I think that, you know, they're important markets. They're important traditional heritage, historic teams, uh, great jerseys. Um you know, and, and Detroit's an unbelievable hockey market. I mean, the fans there are wild. Uh, going back to the 90s dynasty, you know, with Eiserman with and Fedorov and company, Brandon Shanahan, uh, all the way back to Gordie Howe, Terry Sawchuck. Uh, I've always had a huge amount of respect for the for the Red Wings. And Steve Eiserman. you know, Hockey Hall of Famer, captain and all the rest. One of the best executives in the NHL was with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now he's with Detroit. As long as he's at the helm, they're going to be a really, really, really scary team. They really are. Um so that was a great performance from Dylan Larkin, three goals and just the skill. And, and I've said this a few times, if you've listened to my NHL coverage here on the podcast and also YouTube and all the rest, and make sure you do subscribe to my YouTube channel at Sports. Um, I've said it for a long, long time, uh, probably about th- three, four, five years at this point, maybe even longer. I think the NHL right now is the best it's ever been. I really do. When you look at speed, You look at size, you look at youth, um, you look at all of these different things, the intangibles, guys coming into the league incredibly, incredibly talented and ready at the, really at the jump, right? They're ready to come in and dominate. Um, They play on travel teams, they play juniors, they do this, they do that. I mean, you look at the Finnish leagues and the Swedish leagues, these guys come in at 17, 18, they're like 25-year-old players, like they've been in the NHL for ten years, so you know I just think you know speed, size, um, you know skill, youth. I mean that's a big one too. I mean look at the youth on this this uh, in, in the NHL right now. I mean between you know Hughes and you know McDavid and and Pasternak and all these. Guys. I mean there's so many guys in their early twenties for God's sakes. You know, I mean, I look at my favorite team in terms of the Sabres. You look at Tage Thompson. You look at Rasmus Rasmus Dahlin. You look at Owen Power. um, You know, look at Cal McCarr and McKinnon in Colorado. I mean, there's a million (laughs) examples you can use for uh, for the things that I'm talking about. But um, overall, I still, because I love the game, I still had a blast watching this. But I really would love a format change. I'd love them to go back to just cut the BS with the freaking skills competition, get right to it, You know, if you want to do the golf thing, that's nice. You're in a warm weather city, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool, do it. But, like, give me fastest shot. Give me accuracy. Give me the speed skating, you know, competition. Give me the breakaways. But do it, like, in succession. Like, one after another after another after another. Um, And and get it together. I just thought the coverage was kind of all over the place. Maybe you could add one or two things uh, to it. Um, I've always said, why not, like, do... One cool thing that I think it would be really neat to get the fans involved is, you know, pluck like three to five lucky winners out of the stands. And if, you know, put, and then put a car on one side of the ice and then on the way other side, you know, maybe Alexander Ovechkin or Crosby has to flip a puck to the middle of a convertible. You know, with the roof open, and if they make it, or even like an SUV with a roof open, or whatever, the Lamborghini, whatever, the Corvette, what, I don't care what car it is, you know, they flip it, right, Nate McKinnon, David Pasternak, McDavid, Drysidal, whoever it is, Cal McCarr, Darlene, I don't care who it is, you flip that puck, and you're, you're the player, the fan wins the car. Um, something like that, you know. You, you could even say, hey, win a car with Makar. I mean, that that's marketing, baby. Come on. You know what? They should be paying me the big bucks here. But, no, I, I just think that, you know, you could still kind of implement some new cool things but not get away from the real cool skill uh, stuff in the uh, in the skills competition. And as far as the All-Star game, I mean, this is BS. I, I can't stand the Pacific versus Central, Atlantic versus Metro. Okay, the winners of those two team, those two games play in the final Uh and it's three on three, and you're taking away like the overall skill set of defensemen and goalies. And oh, by the way, you're only playing two periods, so you don't even you don't even have a chance. You know, if you're if you're down seven, like in, in in the Atlantic Metro game, I mean that game that game was like if it's a two or three goal lead with like five minutes to go, you have no shot to win it because you're only playing two periods. I feel like they should play a an a, you know really an all star game, twenty minute periods. You know, if you need overtime and all the rest, then you can go into your three on three. But the format I need East versus West, you know, you want to go for it for three, five years and then go North America versus the world, great, and then go back. But this format I just don't like. But overall, still fun, still a celebration of the game. And boy, boy did they celebrate it with Ovechkin and Crosby. My dog's driving me nuts, so I'm going to take off. It's the ML Sports Bladder. Brought to you by Burndary, Stanley Law Offices, Welch & Company Jewelers, and our awesome friend Brian Conboy at MassMutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning today. Go with Brian at advisors.massmutual.com. Thanks for listening, and as I always tell you, enjoy the games.